What we're here for today, this evening, is to reflect on the cross. Because if I was to title a message any day out of the year, it would be, it's about the cross. That's where it touches my heart, and I hope it touches yours too. If we allow God to rule and reign in our life, just imagine the damage we're doing to the kingdom of darkness. All right? Now, in order to have everlasting life, we're going to, you know, Pastor Steve just hit on, on, the, uh, on the Passover. Okay? And on that day, on that day, when Jesus, on, 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 during this week, when he was scourged, he was belittled, he was spat on, he was mocked up to the point where he was crucified. He was crucified, and some folks believe that all he had to do was ask God and send his, or send his angels, and he would be freed of the cross, and he could have been. However, when Apostle Paul wrote, Jesus... God sent his son Jesus to be obedient, which he was, to the point of death. But can you imagine that? And all we have to do, all we have to do is be obedient to the word of God. But are we capable of being obedient? Now, if it was, if we saw Jesus' blood being spilled as that crimson red blood ran off of his brow, from the thorns in his head down onto his torso to his shoulders to his feet onto the cross and onto the ground would that not have impacted you well we have the scriptures to back that up god sent his son so we could have everlasting life and the way we get that is through the blood now when that blood hit the ground that was for my sin Each drop of blood was for my sin, your sin, your sin, and your sin. Where would we be without the blood? It's the power of the blood. And when he shed his blood, that is where we began to receive our everlasting life. And once we believe in the power of the blood, this time of year is also a time of of birthing. It started out, I'm going to back up a little bit. As I believe, it was called Black Friday at one point in time. You know, and the scriptures tell us it was dark. The, the, the earth quaked. And the skies were dark. But then once, and I, I, I don't want to give up the punchline yet, but once Christ yielded his spirit, did it become Good Friday. And we celebrate Good Friday today. See, it, it dates back, even when D- David called, was, was hiding out in a cave, he called on to the Lord because the Lord was faithful. And Jesus was so obedient to the point of death. 
I'm going to jump to a scripture right now. Luke 23, 34. When Jesus was hanging on the cross, he said in 23, 34, Father, forgive them for they not know what they do. How do we conduct our lives today when somebody sins against us? Are we able to forgive them? Because ultimately this comes around to us, our personal relationship with the Father. See, Jesus had his relation, has a relationship with the Father. God sent his Son in the flesh to walk this earth as a spotless lamb. Knowing full well that prophecy would be fulfilled and he would walk to carrying his, taking up his cross knowing that he's going to be crucified on a tree, knowing he's going to die. And when he, how, how could someone, how can we be so, how could anyone do that? Can we rationalize that? No, we can't. Unless we have a walk with the Father. Unless we are, have him living inside of us. Unless we receive Jesus to come inside and live in our hearts. He was. He was on the cross. And once again, he's in the center. He has a criminal on each side. The, the scriptures don't say he's on the cross with two cr- other criminals. He's in the center with a criminal on each side. One is obviously not seeking Jesus. He's calling him out. Say, hey, if you're the son of God, tell him to come get you off the cross. And the other one, the other one is seeking Jesus. Is he not? And he says in 42, Luke 23, 42, then he says to Jesus, and this is something, you all remember the first time you cried out to God, I suspect. You know, I believe, I'm make a mark here. I don't want to get sidetracked too bad. I suspect everybody remembers. I believe, I believe in this world today, everybody has talked to God. I don't care what they tell you. I don't care if they're atheist, agnostic. I don't care. I believe everybody has talked to God. Everybody has asked God for help. So I believe there is hope for everybody. There's power in the blood. I believe that wholeheartedly. I don't care what they tell you. They're Trying to make sense of this. Trying to make it so it'll flow. How often do we step out? We step up, basically. Step up and step out in faith and be bold and lead somebody to Christ. How often do we tell them about the word? How, about, how often do we tell them about the blood, your Lord and Savior? How often do we do that? But this, this guy on the cross says, then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me. Lord, remember me. Okay, how many of us have said, God, help me? Have we ever said that? I did one time. I remember exactly where I was at, and did my life change? No, I didn't start walking the perfect life, but it did change. If you don't know how to pray, start right there. 
Lord, help me. Lord, remember me. God, help me. Whatever. But this is what the guy says. And then in 43, most assuredly, I say to you, 23, 43, today you will be with me in paradise. Is that not what we were after? Is that well done, good and faithful servant? Is that not what we want to hear? Well, if, we're, if we want to hear that, then we're going to have to walk the walk. See, the world, we don't want necessarily what the world has to offer, do we? Everybody, you can speak up. Do, do we want what the world has to offer? No. no, we don't. But do we, we live in the world, but do we want those things? Because let me tell you one thing. If you don't already know this, when you, when you are being bold, stepping out in faith, and you're being a disciple of Jesus Christ, and you're walking the walk, you're taking the gospel to all nations, you're, right, you're, you're spreading the word, spreading the good news. Do you really think the world wants what you have to offer? Think about that. Do you want what the world has to offer? And does, two-part question, and does the world want what you have to offer? Have you ever been persecuted for preaching the word? I haven't. I've had people tell me, okay, that's enough. Okay, you can go. But I have not, my opinion of persecution is to be beat, spit, scourged, gouged, stabbed, cat of nine tails on your back 39 times. Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Can we do that? Can we step up and do that? Can we turn the other cheek? Yes. Amen, brother. (laughs) But do we say that in here and we walk out there and then we're a whole nother person? Think about that. We're no better, we're no worse than the world. We, we can't live like that. If we're going to walk the walk, we've got to talk the talk, walk the walk. Do what you say, say what you mean. Talk low, talk slow, don't talk too much. That's, that's John Wayne, that's not Jesus Christ. But. But I'm telling you, you know, uh, I wasn't going to go there, but I'm going to say, i got to say this really quick. Um, and I, I'm not saying this for any other reason than I retired recently, and I didn't want anything done for me. I just wanted to, to be just another day. Well, let me tell you one thing. It wasn't just another day. It wasn't. Wasn't even close. But what I found out, the seeds I have sown had no idea. People that came to saw me that day to shake my hand and to say, well done, good and faithful servant, because that's what I was, a public servant. That's what we want to hear when we enter the kingdom. Hmm. This is good stuff. Okay, does anybody have an anxiety? Do they have sin? Do they have fear? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Father God, I wish I could get rid of that. You can't. It's under the blood. Amen? When Jesus gave it up in John 1930, it was a victory cry. It was a celebration. 
Can you imagine going to a funeral and you hear balls and squalls? I know I'm jumping gears here. Hang with me. But can you imagine? Can you imagine going to a funeral where there's no appreciation of the life that that person had on earth? There's just bawling and squalling. That tells me, and I learned this recently from a very good friend of mine, are these believers at this funeral, are they saved or not? Because, have you ever been to a Christian funeral? And then one where they, when they're all done, you'll see nothing laying down on the ground but shotgun shells and beer cans? But think about that. When he says it is finished, and he gave up his spirit, that's when the victory. That's when we were. That's when we, he. That's when we received our victory by the blood of Jesus Christ. Now then, a Greek word for it is finished, and I'm going to say this the best I can. To telestai. Has anybody ever heard that Greek word? That's in. I mean, that means, the English version, it is finished. That's what Jesus said on the cross when he gave up his spirit. And that's why it's about the cross. It is about the cross. That's where he went, obedient to the point of death, to defeat death, hell, and the grave. For us, he didn't even know us. And some people believe that God abandoned him on the cross. No, he didn't. He was with him the entire time. Every mountain, every circumstance you go through, God is with you the whole time. But you know what? You don't know he's there because you can't get past yourself. Once we do that and we live in the fruits, we live in the love that Jesus was living in. See, God couldn't be a part of sin. Jesus took it on himself for us that we could have everlasting life. Now, you know, I think after a while, I may get a little better once I talk to people more about the cross and it'll make a little more sense to them. But if I could only iterate to you folks my heart and that's what you need to do that's what we need to do to lead people to Christ just show them our heart love them just like Jesus was on that cross for love for us knowing that someday someday we're going to come along there ain't a uh, I was going to say hair on her head. He doesn't know about it, but some of us doesn't have any. So, but during this time, I have been pondering. I have been praying. I have been reading on the cross, the blood of the cross, the blood covenant for weeks. And I still don't know it all. I still can't remember it all. This is a daily walk. This is a daily study this is a this is our life 
It's not just here now and gone later. It's not one and done. This is what we do if we believe in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? And I'm way off track here, so. Steve, are you awake? Okay. I just want to pray. Father, Father, we thank you for what you did on the cross. Lord, may we just seek your face continually. We abide in your word as your word will abide in us. And Father, may we just be bold and tell people about you. Tell the story of Jesus Christ and everlasting life. Father, we love you and we thank you. And we just thank you for this evening and the people that are gathered here, Lord. And that we give them boldness, that you give them boldness to step out in faith, Lord. That the next person they meet, we won't know if they know you or not unless we build a relationship, unless we have a conversation with them. And Lord, just may we do so because that's what it's about. Salvation. Father, we thank you and we love you. Amen. We've come to the part of our service where we celebrate the Lord's Supper. This communion service is open to all who believe that the Lord Jesus died on the cross for our sin and that God raised him from the dead so that we could also be raised to new life. And if if you didn't get a, a communion when you walked in, then and you would like to participate, raise your hand and Bruce will get one to you. Um, we will take it together in just a moment, and when you are finished, you can put it the empty cup in your chair in front of you and the circle slot that's there. I want to read to you from Matthew chapter 26, verse 17 through 19. On the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Where do you want us to prepare the Passover meal for you? As you go into the city, he told them, you will see a certain man. Tell him, the teacher says, my time has come, and I will eat the Passover meal with my disciples at your house. So the disciples did as Jesus told them and prepared the Passover meal there. As The disciples are preparing this meal. Jesus is preparing for the cross. Perhaps visions of the original Passover were going through his head at that moment. Though the name of Jesus is not used in our Old Testament, we know that he was present during all the history that was recorded there. He was with God all the way back to the beginning. John chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning the Word was, the Word already existed, the Word 
was with God and the Word was God. In Exodus chapter 12, we read about the original Passover. It says, choose a lamb for sacrifice, one animal for each family. Oh, and it can't have any defects. It must be perfect. Prepare this lamb to be eaten, just like Steve was teaching us. Take some of its blood and put it around your doorframe. If you do this, the plague of death will not touch you. That was the original Passover. The Passover that was celebrated year after year after year. But this night, Jesus knows that at this time, he is the Passover lamb. This time, one lamb works for the whole world, if they will accept it. If they accept the blood of Jesus' Passover meal and the plague of eternal death will not touch them. Jesus is preparing himself and his disciples for his death. This night, he gave the Passover meal a new meaning. It's no longer just Passover. It's no longer the Last Supper, but now it is the Lord's Supper. Matthew chapter 26, verse 29, Jesus says, Mark my words, I will not drink wine again until the day I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Jesus says, Mark my words. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wait. I am going to wait until I'm with you until I drink it new. Now he's talking to his disciples when he says you. He's speaking to them. But these are the words of Jesus Christ himself, and they were recorded, and they were passed on and preserved to you and I in the form of God's complete word, the Bible. And I don't know about you, but I plan on eating a Passover meal with Jesus when he is in our Father's kingdom. The only problem is we have to be perfectly clean before we can get to the Father's kingdom. Oh, the sin that leaves a stain on our souls. It leaves a void in our lives. Is there anything that can make us whole? Is there anything that can release us from the penalty of sin? There's nothing that we can do Nothing that we can do to get to the Father's kingdom. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing but the blood sacrifice of Jesus Christ that we are remembering right now. Luke chapter 22, verse 19. He took some bread 
and he gave thanks to God for it. God, we thank you for this bread that represents the body of Christ that was given to us on the cross. Then he broke it into pieces and he gave it to his disciples saying, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Lord Jesus, we are doing this right now, remembering that you gave your body to us on a cross. Lord, if we would have been there, we wouldn't have wanted your body on a cross, but thank you, Jesus, that you are perfect, and it wasn't up to us. It was your doing, because you are perfect, and you knew that the cross was the only way to save us. Thank you, Jesus. After supper, he took another cup of wine. He said, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people. And an agreement confirmed with my blood which is poured out as a sacrifice for you. Lord, we understand there is nothing that we could do, nothing but the blood that came from you, that ran down that cross, nothing but that that can get us to the kingdom of God. Lord Jesus, we do this remembering you. Thank you so much for the sacrifice that will wash us, will make us whole, Lord Jesus. It's only you, and we do this now remembering that. Thank you. Amen. Matthew chapter 26, verse 30 says, Right after they did this, they sang a hymn together in honor of Jesus remembering his sacrifice for us. We're going to sing a hymn together right now. <laughs> 